1: ignore it stop giving so much time and energy to things that you claim are useless or things that you claim are so wrong it's not that wrong if you have the time you are just showing people that even though you disagree with something or even though you say this is your boundary or even though you say that this is bad you still have time to tolerate it so they still have time to play with you Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability for your life to become the best version of yourself. Today we're going to be talking about three different mindsets to adopt for the new year or I mean at any point in your life. Um, This is especially good for people who are trying to not have a victim mentality or trying to be more optimistic and trying to manifest your desires, you know, level up, become the best version of yourself, all of that good stuff that we talk about. So these are some of the things that have been helping me over the past year. And these are things that you definitely have to build on. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. You definitely have to practice these things. Some I am still practicing, but they have been a tremendous help to me. So I thought I would share. The first one is that everyone is a lesson. Let me explain what I mean by that. A lot of times people come into your life and we have good experiences or bad experiences and then we give that a certain meaning and that determines how we treat other people in our lives, how we look at relationships of every kind, whether or not we trust people, whether or not we can trust ourselves to make good decisions about people. It affects our self-esteem, our self-concept, etc., etc., like if things go bad. But one of the mindsets that I have adopted this year that has really helped me Avoid all of this, to be honest, is looking at everybody as a lesson. So I look at people who come into my life purely as a means to teach me something. A lot of people have come into my life or tried to in the past few months and I interpreted their presence purely as a means of seeing whether or not I am as firm in my boundaries as I say I am, right? Because when I say people come into your life, I mean in all ways, like even just trying to be your friend, trying to be more than a friend or a business partner, etc., all of it is a lesson. If you have been doing work on yourself, if you have been listening to this podcast over the year or whenever you started listening, you know that everything I talk about is personal development, personal growth, becoming the best version of yourself, right? So my thing is we are doing the internal work on ourselves. We are getting clarity on our goals. We are getting clarity on the type of life that we want to live. And then People come into your life to test how serious you are about these things. That's how I see it. So if I say I am somebody who only accepts healthy and respectful relationships in my life, if that's all I say I will tolerate, and somebody comes into my life and they are speaking to me in a condescending way, or they are not respecting my boundaries, or they are just testing me in other ways, They are a lesson to see whether or not I will put my foot down and I will actually act in accordance with said boundary. If I say that I am not going to accept people disrespecting me, this person coming into my life disrespecting me is a lesson. It is an opportunity for me to enforce that. Therefore, when they present the lesson, I simply just say, okay, let me do what I know I need to do. And then I do it. And then... I don't, like, dwell on the situation. I don't think, oh, why did this person come into my life thinking they can talk to me like that? You know, why, Why? like, you know, like, what about me gave, you know, disrespect? What about me gave such and such and such? I used to think like that, but I adopted this mindset, and I don't take these things personally anymore right they came into my life to see whether or not i was serious about the things that i was saying so now i don't internalize how they treated me i don't see it as oh that's all i attract that's the best i can do or that's you know like no it's a lesson if you say you want abc and somebody tries to give you xyz are you strong enough to reject them or to correct them into giving you ABC because that's all you say you will tolerate. That's how I see it. That's what they are there for, right? They are all lessons. I have this um, idea of who I am. I have this, you know, this is my self-concept. This is how I see myself. And now I have to enforce that. And the people are opportunities for me to enforce that. It's literally practice. That's how I see it, okay? So... When people come into your life, I want you to see them as lessons. Don't take their actions personally. Use it as an opportunity to enforce your boundaries, okay? And another thing about the lesson too is that if you don't enforce your boundaries, if you quote-unquote fail the test because you were not able to embody the things that you say you want or the person you are trying to become with that person, now you go into study mode. Why wasn't I able to stand up for myself? Why did I fall for whatever they were saying? Why wasn't I able to enforce my boundaries? How did they get, why did I ignore so many red flags, right? Or why was I triggered by this person? Why did this person bring out the pettiness in me that I have been working so hard to subside, right? Why did they bring out the old version of myself who I said that I am trying to stay away from because I'm working on being the best version of myself, right? I was able to check everybody else with this issue or with similar problems until I met them. All of a sudden, now I'm regressing. Now I'm getting triggered. What about them is triggering me so much? What about them made me fail the test? Why did I fail the test, right? Right? That's where the lesson aspect comes in. It's like, if you pass the test, great. Eventually, somebody will come into your life where you do not they, they don't test you that much, right? You still have to do the work. You still have to enforce the boundaries. But you might not get as many tests as the people who are sent purely to test you. But when you do fail said test, now you have to study. Now you have to reflect. Why did I fail the test? You have to ask yourself all of these questions and more. You see what I'm saying? So look at people who come into your life as a lesson. Don't take it personal. They are there to teach you something about yourself. They are there to teach you exactly where you stand in life, exactly how you see yourself, because it's not about how they treat you. It's not about what they do. It's about what you allow, okay? So if you don't like how, pe- how the people in your life currently are treating you, the real question to ask yourself is why are you allowing it? why are you not strong enough to let them go or to enforce your boundaries or to establish boundaries even because sometimes you don't have any right so everybody is a lesson study what people are teaching you about yourself and stop taking their actions so personally that's mindset number one number two Prepare for what you want. Now, I've mentioned this a few times in previous episodes, and I think I made an episode about this too. So if you want me to elaborate this point more, I will link it in the description. Basically, the gist of this is once you pray for something, once you write that goal down and you say, this is what I want to accomplish, this is the type of person I want to be, once you get clarity on the things that you want, on the lifestyle you want to live, now you have to prepare for it prepare for what you pray for don't just pray and then go lay down and wait for it to happen right faith without works is dead you have to prepare all of the things that you are asking for you have to prepare because your preparation is an act of faith i was literally reading the bible the other day and i think it was hebrews 11 i'll leave it on the screen i'll link it in the description i don't remember But it was Hebrews 11 that I remember. And at the end of the chapter, it was talking about all of these people in the Bible who did things as an act of faith. For example, most people know about Noah and the ark, right? There was no sign of rain at the time when God told Noah to build build the ark. But he built the ark in preparation for a flood, right? So that chapter is literally talking about how his act of faith in him building the ark Please god right the building of the ark was an act was an act of faith you need to prepare for what it is you are praying for if you have faith in god to give you the things that you are praying for especially if he put those desires in your heart if you believe that they came from him you have to prepare for it okay if you are praying for a new apartment why aren't you packing why aren't you packing why are you so worried about decorating your current apartment are you not leaving Are you not praying for a new lease? So why are you worried about this place? If you're praying for a new job, why are you complaining about your current coworkers? Shouldn't you be updating your resume? When these people call you, are they not going to ask you for your updated resume? Have you updated it yet? You want a new job, but you haven't updated your resume. Where is the act of faith? You are not preparing for the things you are praying for. If you are praying for God to bless you with financial abundance do you even know how to manage that money if you want god to make you a millionaire do you know how to invest like a millionaire do you know what to do with that money or is it going to come into your account and all of a sudden you feel overwhelmed now you don't know that you have to pay some in taxes you don't know how to you don't know what types of account to open you don't know how to allocate your money you don't know what to do with it you don't even have expenses for a 1000000 not saying you have to make your, expensive, your expenses rise to your income. But it's like now there's such a gap because you don't know what you would do with that money. You just said you wanted a million dollars because it sounds good. And then now with your current mindset, you think as soon as you get the money, you have to spend all of it. And then you're back at square one. You see what I'm saying? You have to prepare for what you're praying for. If you If you want financial abundance, you have to learn how to manage money. You have to learn how to invest money. You have to learn how to handle money the way people at the um, income level that you're aspiring to handle their money. If you have a business you want to expand, are you aware of where your money is going in your business? Or are you just making money and you have no idea what, what expenses you are paying? You have no idea what's your profit margin? You don't know nothing about the financial aspect of your business or your personal finances, but you're asking him to bless you with more. You want more money because you feel like you cannot save what you have right now, but you cannot even account for what you have now. You do not have a budget. You are not managing your expenses. You have no idea where your money is going, but you want more. Prepare for what you pray for. You have to steward over what God has given you today in order for him to trust you with more. Because he would not be a good father. He would not be a good God if he gave you more than you can handle. If you cannot handle a $10,000 salary, why are you praying for a million? That will overwhelm you. Learn how to manage the $10,000. And then read books, get mentors, watch videos, learn how to manage 100000 Learn what people who make a million are doing with a million and investing a million before you ask for the million. Or after you ask for the million. Once you set, once you say the prayer, once you set the intention, once you make the goal, your next step is to prepare for it. Act like it is coming. Stop praying and then feeling hopeless because you are not seeing it. You are not ready for it. Prepare for what you pray for. Take inspired action and walk by faith. If you believe it is coming, what would you do if you knew for a fact it was coming? Like for example... Let's go back to the apartment thing, for example, right? If you're paying for a new apartment and you really want it, you should not be doing things like buying more stuff to decorate this apartment that you currently live in or let's say you live with your parents. You should not be worried about decorating that space, right? You should be looking at new apartments. If you you don't know where you want to live yet, You should at least be touring right if you know where you want to live go to that apartment take the measurements and start making a wish list of things you would buy to fit that new apartment i literally did that for my apartment when i did the tour i went with a measuring tape and i measured it out to see if the furniture i wanted would fit in it and how it would fit so i knew how to decorate it and i started shopping for the new apartment before i even applied before i even applied okay take inspired action walk with faith okay prepare for what you are praying for act as though it is about to happen and prepare for that okay Don't just sit there waiting for it and then getting disappointed every day you wake up and you don't see it. You are not prepared. And don't speak against it either. Speak like it's coming. And if you're not able to speak like it's coming, at the very least, don't even say anything. Don't even say anything. Speak to people as if it's coming. So you may not have even applied yet. Or you may have applied and you're waiting on the decision or whatever the situation is. But when you're talking to people, like let's say if you have to move at the end of the month or something... When you're talking to people and they're making plans at the end of the month, say, I'm not sure yet because I will be moving during that time. So my schedule would be a little hectic. So let me get back to you. You see what I'm saying? Speak like it is coming. Speak like it is coming. Where is your faith? Where is your faith? As soon as you get clear on what it is you want, start preparing for it. Start doing your research. How are people who have that thing living their life? And start adopting that. Start doing, start acting as though it's coming because you believe it's coming. It's coming, right? So prepare for it. You get what you are prepared for, okay? So, whatever it is you're praying for, once you create the goal, start preparing. Act like it's coming and do everything you would do if it had a set date. Better yet, create a set date, maybe a month from now two weeks from now depending on the thing whatever it is you're praying for give yourself a timeline and say okay I know at this date I'm going to get xyz what can I do to prepare for this in the meantime and then act as though it's about to happen prepare for what you pray for and the third and final thing and this will free a lot of y'all this will free a lot of y'all and will make your life so much easier too. And that is what you respond to or don't respond to says a lot about you. And I can also call this part basically walk the talk. Okay. Walk the talk and stop debating things with people. Okay. And this, I'm just, look, I'm you know what, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. You see all of these Dating conversations, these toxic podcast conversations, and such and such. What I want y'all to really be mindful of is... Even if you disagree with it, if you make the time for it... If you make the time to discuss it and respond to it... And jump on these people's lives, be in their comments, consume their content that says so much more about you than you think. It doesn't matter if you disagree with it. The very fact that you are taking the time out of your day to engage with it, that says a lot about you. And the people you are arguing with also know that that says a lot about you because if you were really about that life, you would not make time for it. You simply would not make time for it. I said what I said. You simply would not make time for it. So yes, you can disagree with things, but I want you to take it a step further and completely ignore these things, okay? I can't tell you how many times I see some foolishness on social media. And if you look at the comments, there are people who are in there vehemently disagreeing with and arguing with whatever topic or or, or, or like whatever is being discussed, right? But my thing is, if you feel so strongly about it, why not just keep scrolling? You see what I'm saying? Why not just keep going? Like you have to be mindful of how you spend your time. Be mindful of how you spend your time and respect your time also. Okay, because yes, there's a lot to be said about men who degrade women on the internet and men who... You know clearly don't respect women etc etc but there's also a lot to be said about women who make the time to deal with these men okay somebody had to say it okay there is a lot to be said about you if you choose to take the time out of your day to be in their comments right boosting their content right creating engagement on their posts if you disagree with it so much if it irks your spirit so much, I want you to get to a point where you simply just block them. Block them. Or or if it's on TikTok, you can click not interested and it will not show you anything that is similar to that type of content or any more content from that person. If you disagree that much, don't respond to it. Stop responding to things that you, you disagree with or you hate or whatever. Stop giving it the time of day. Be consistent. If you feel that strongly about it, ignore it. Don't give it so much energy. What you respond to says a lot about you. Okay? That's just the most popular example on top of mine. But another one is like... You know how... This is one you probably know or you can relate to. You know how like with certain people... You just, you would not suggest certain things to them that's on a certain level because of how they carry themselves, right? For example, if we think about you, you operate at a certain level and you get a lot of things, suggestions, people, behavior, treatment, etc. that is in alignment with how you present yourself, okay? whether you like it or not and if you don't like those things then you know you have to work on yourself and rise above so you stop getting certain suggestions okay let me give an example about myself that you might be able to relate to or just to put things in perspective right um I don't have to say I'm bougie people assume I am bougie because I act in a very bougie way okay For example, when it comes to like traveling, I only fly Delta. I only fly Delta. I don't care what the cost of the ticket is. I only fly Delta and I'm only taking direct flights unless there's absolutely no option for a direct flight. But I'm only taking direct flights and I'm only flying Delta because I'm bougie. And I w- I would pay more for the premium experience, right? I don't care if the tickets on Spirit are fifty dollars. It's because you're about to be a spirit, and I'm not going to be one with you. You see what I'm saying? Like, and 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 personally, people do not assume. <laughs> like people do not suggest other airlines to me, right? When that has ever. When, whenever that has ever come up in my life, nobody has suggested spirit. Nobody has suggested anything else. People expected that I would fly Delta, right? Because I already always fly Delta by myself. I already hold myself to a certain standard. I'm already bougie. And I already give myself the best. So it's like people will not assume certain things about me that is below that standard right and the same can be said about you for whatever your standard is okay here's 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 another one that's like easier to grasp for everybody so for example based on your income people can afford certain types of apartments right whether it's luxury or whatever right think about you and your income and where you live your like your your apartment how you treat yourself whatever think about your lifestyle right wherever your money is if you're at a certain level people are rarely ever going to suggest below that unless they're really on some foolishness right cuz i mean they're outliers there are people who have audacity but If you are looking for a certain apartment with your income, you are only going to look for apartments that are at your level, right? Based on your income, what you can afford, and that's going to look a certain way. You are not going to look for anything less than that. You might stretch and try to look for things above that just to see, but you are not going to look for anything below your threshold. You see what I'm saying? We all have thresholds people are not going to suggest below your threshold you are not going to look below your threshold even if you're not at luxury penthouse apartment income yet you are somewhere on the spectrum and you are not looking at apartments below that and be mindful and this depends on location too right it varies by location so The cheaper it is, the less you can expect in terms of quality and, you know, service, etc., safety, all of those things. The cheaper you go in apartments you compromise a lot of things, right? We all know this. Now you are at a certain threshold. You are not going to go below that threshold because you know that if you pay significantly less than what you can afford, you will be compromising on a lot of things that you are already used to. Why? Because that is your threshold. That's where you operate. You are not, you are less likely going to look below that. You see what I'm saying so you are already walking the talk so to speak at that level of apartments people are not going to suggest lower than that and you yourself are not going to look lower than that. I say all of this to say walk the talk embody the things you want because when you establish a certain threshold for yourself that's where people are going to meet you at right. Yes, there will be outliers, but the outliers are the lessons. Remember that the outliers are the lessons. The people are the lessons. But don't, the same way you would not look for an apartment that is significantly lower than your budget because you don't want to deal with the compromises, don't respond to what you don't want. If you disagree with something so much that somebody said about dating, about finances, about whatever useless topics people like to debate on the internet, ignore it. Ignore it. Ignore it. it. Stop giving so much time and energy to things that you claim are useless or things that you claim are so wrong. It's not that wrong if you have the time. You see what I'm saying? Respect your time. Respect your time, because if you give the time to it, at the very least, people see that you don't value your time and you will get even more outliers. You will get even more people coming in to try to to teach you those lessons and to downplay you and to play in your face because you don't agree with something so much, but you're making the time for it. And I also made an episode um, about. Stop debating your non-negotiables. Highly recommend you listen to that because it will go into that from the perspective of relationships and not compromising or discussing things that you say are not negotiable to you. So I would recommend listening to that. But for the purpose of this episode, keeping things high level, stop responding to what you don't want. What you don't respond to or what you respond to says a lot about you okay if you don't respond to these things if you don't make any type of space or room in your life to even discuss these things that you disagree with people are not going to bring it to you or they are a lot they are less likely to bring that to your attention or to bring that up or to treat you a certain way because there is no record of you engaging with these things but even if you say you disagree with certain things but you make time for it you make time to debate it you make time to discuss it you still make time to tolerate it you 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 you're not that far above it as you think you are simply not that far above it as you think okay i hate to break it to you but what i'm trying to tell you is be the type of person who do not who does not expend your time with things that you disagree with so much or that you hate so much don't respond to the things that you don't want stop making time for it Put your time, effort, and energy towards things that you actually want, towards content that actually uplifts you, okay? And stop making time for the foolishness. Stop, stop, stop having think pieces about foolishness. What is it doing for you? How does that benefit you? It doesn't, okay? You are just showing people that even though you disagree with something, or even though you say this is your boundary, or even though you say that this is bad, you still have time to tolerate it. So they still have time to play with you. You see what I'm saying? Stop responding to what you don't want. Put your time and energy towards things that are beneficial to you. Act in alignment with the best version of yourself. Act in alignment with the things that you want, okay? so this was a really quick episode these are the main three mindsets that um has literally changed my life (laughs) this year um and i would highly recommend you know adopting it because it let me tell you ever since i adopted these three mindsets my life has been a lot easier it has been a lot easier i don't internalize the way people act do i get frustrated sometimes absolutely because we are human right even if people come into your life with the lessons and the foolishness of it's normal to feel frustrated but don't internalize it you know what i'm saying like don't internalize it see it as a lesson see it as an opportunity to act as the best version of yourself how would they respond in that situation they would ignore them okay so ignore them they would block them okay so block them they would communicate how they fit how they feel instead of ghosting them they would communicate you know practice good communication okay so practice good communication you see what i'm saying and if you fail a test if 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 they trigger you if you're petty if you revert to the old version of yourself work on that reflect on that and then do better next time because you will get another test but like especially with that one like the 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 top lesson 1 with seeing everybody has a lesson significantly reduced my stress levels <laughs> like literally I just I don't take anything personal with people nowadays I ac- i have accepted people for who they are and I just like all I can control is my actions and that's all I focus on but for the most part like I'm very good at managing my stress because I don't and a lot of it has to do with the three things I just told you I don't respond to what I don't want if something irritates me or people are talking about foolishness on social media I simply ignore it I block them I click not interested. I do not engage with the content, right? And I make sure it does not show up on my feed. I don't internalize how people treat me. I just see it as a lesson, an opportunity, or that's who they are. That's the best they can do. And that's none of my business because that's not what I want. That's not in alignment with how the best version of myself would respond. And then in terms of when I'm working on my goals, I prepare for what I pray for. I got you know all of these books on different topics to teach myself about the different things that I'm trying to manifest in my life because I have to prepare for it I don't just want it and then I get it and then you know that's great but I feel overwhelmed I want to be prepared to the best of my ability so like these mindsets have literally changed my life throughout this year some I may have like known but never really put into practice until this year so these things have significantly changed my life so i would highly recommend adopting your own version of it um for the remainder of the year or next year or whenever you're listening um highly recommend highly recommend okay it's time to be stress-free and it's time to stop internalizing people's behavior okay it's a lesson it's a lesson don't take it personal it's a lesson It's not about how they approach you. It's about what you allow. It's a lesson. It's a game. Are you winning or are you losing? If you're losing, go back to the drawing board. Reflect and then do better next time. That's how you level up. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Leave a comment if any of this resonated with you. Um, If you like the video, make sure you actually like the video on YouTube or leave a five-star rating. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh and yeah if you like the episode be sure to share it with somebody who you think might need to hear this and yeah that's all i have to say today and i will talk to you next sunday